Hello and welcome to Backchat, your podcast all about scoliosis, yoga and back care. My name is Christine Jaregiberry. I'm a yoga teacher, creator of the Yogaberry Yoga for Scoliosis community and YouTube channel. And this show is all about supporting you on your scoliosis journey. So if you're looking for practical advice and inspiration on how to manage the condition with yoga and movement, then you're in the right place. Wednesdays is kind of my little bit of a, a longer chat while well, we're, we're going to stick to half an hour to answer some questions. But um, if you don't follow me on Instagram yet, make sure you follow me on there. I kind of post kind of small tips and um, tricks for scoliosis and your yoga practice with scoliosis. So that's um, yogaberry.scoliosis. If you don't follow me there yet, it would be lovely to connect with you. Um, and then make sure to check out all my videos on YouTube as well. So there's so many resources on here. And sometimes I know it can be a little bit overwhelming. So if you are new to this channel, make sure to check out the basics list. And it will kind of take you through um, some of the um, kind of the basic things that you need to know about scoliosis. I'm going to put my handle into the chat here, Phoebe, so you've got it. So uh, there it is. So it's yogaberry.scoliosis. Make sure to, to follow me on there. Um, and I do have quite a few questions that have been submitted beforehand. But if you are here, in the chat, obviously, you've got you've got priority as well. Um, so I'm going to make sure to answer your questions as well. Good. So I'm going to start with um, Shital's question, if she's here. So Shital wrote me a message and um, she said, since the age of 15, she's got an s-shaped scoliosis and it's an 85 degree scoliosis um active enough doing doing the required thing for it so i would love to know she tell what you are doing already um but then she's saying but the curve increased from 72 to 85 in a five years period which is worrying um which is worrying me giving the option for surgery Okay, and then you're telling me here in the chat, so even after doing exercises for it, it's it's going to increase. And should I opt for surgery now, how will it affect me without surgery? I'm having many questions, but it seems like I have shaken. Yeah, and and I, you know, I completely understand. And this is this is um, this is so difficult, right? And you're gonna hear people weighing in and effectively, you know, this is obviously your choice and it is your um, decision, of course. So you've been doing Iyengar yoga, belt therapy and swimming. So with that type of curvature, so I would question is 85, is that a cop angle? So I would just kind of question the, the, the measurement. This is a very large curvature. And um, uh, we, I've had an, uh, an interview with a lovely yoga teacher. Um, her name is Hend Walsh, who's got a similar curve. So I would imagine it's probably in that sort of arena as well. Now, the thing about those big curvatures, they are um, 
anything about 45 degrees is very much predicted to increase over time. That's just, you know, uh, statistics. And that's just from, from researchers having looked at lots and lots of different curves and how do they progress over time. And obviously the higher the, the curvature is, the more kind of um, in competition you are with gravity at the end of the day. So the body has to work quite hard to make sure that you are upright all the time. So um, having said this, it doesn't mean that every single curve will progress. So there's, there's so many things that we don't know basically about scoliosis. But what I'm saying is it is much more likely that it is going to progress, unfortunately. And um, the kind of the, the times when it's a little bit more tricky or, or, or when they tend to progress are pregnancy and menopause. So my next question would be, Shital, how old are you? Um, and maybe those, because you were talking about this five years um, period of time where it did increase, um, I'm wondering if that could have also have something to do with hormonal changes as well. Also, um, having said this, so you did say from 72 to 85. Yeah, so that's that's a little bit more than 10 degrees. Um, you do have to kind of take into consideration that there is always um, an error margin as well when they measure. So sometimes it's literally the, the, the way that you stand might be a little bit different from one day. It could be different in the morning to the, to the evening. So I wouldn't get too kind of um, caught up on the exact degrees. But overall, you will probably notice. I don't know if you notice that um, you're finding it more difficult to, to kind of be upright, to reset your curve. And I'm imagining if you've been practicing Iyengar yoga, have you been practicing with a teacher who's addressing the scoliosis or is it just general Iyengar yoga? But I would imagine you've got quite a good body awareness if you are already doing all these things and maybe noticing yourself, is it kind of getting worse or is it not getting worse? So obviously I cannot tell you what to do. And I, I do think you do have to um, speak to the surgeons obviously and get a couple of different opinions obviously what on what to do. I always um, kind of would say uh, surgery will always be there for you at the end of the day, right? So you might as well try everything else first, but sometimes it is the only option. So unfortunately, I wish yoga could fix everything, <laughs> but unfortunately, sometimes it just doesn't work like that. And sometimes a surgery, surgery is necessary. Now, um, so Shital is saying she doesn't she doesn't feel anything difficult. So if it doesn't cause you any problems, and really the surgery is uh, is mainly there to um, to make sure that your vital organs, meaning the lungs and the heart, are protected. So I would speak to a surgeon, and it depends on where your curvature is exactly as well. So um, if it hasn't happened already. I'm just wondering if it's if it is maybe not necessary, right? However, of course, if you see it increasing at a rapid rate, 
then yes, you, you will kind of, you will have to, to do something about it. But, you know, it's very, very difficult for me to say anything more without, without seeing you, of course. Um, you can have a long and happy life with an 85 degree curvature as long as it keeps stable. But of course, if it starts to increase, then that exercise might not be enough or you might have to do a little bit more. So I, that is kind of my take on this. I don't know if, um, if this kind of answers your question. Probably not. It's probably <laughs> going to give you more questions. But, you know, this is, this is a, it, it's a very, very personal thing. And nobody else at the end of the day can can tell you what what to do. We can all give you opinions, of course. Um, but yeah, if it was me, I would get a few different opinions from surgeons, see what they say. Is it do you need surgery right now? They're probably going to say, well, you can wait a few years. You might as well wait a few years and see how it kind of develops over that time. And if you can start to uh, get a little bit more specific with the exercises that you do to to make sure your curve is stable and you don't go further into your into your rotation and into your scoliosis so that would be my advice for this um so we've got erica erica was saying um, she was just diagnosed. I'm 36 years old and never had any issues until five months ago. Okay, so tell us what what the issues are, and we can see if if maybe we can we can help you. So scoliosis, many many times, it doesn't cause any problems, right? And many times people again live long and happy lives, but sometimes you just have to kind of address the the symptoms of it so scoliosis doesn't mean in any way that you know your your spine is is inferior or it's it's broken or um anything like that it can still be very strong you can still kind of uh you can be an athlete if you want you can do all sorts of things but sometimes obviously if it does start to um create problems, then we have to do something about it. Okay, so Sheetal is saying, yes, almost. You, you answered many of my questions. I will drop my x-ray in your Instagram and take your opinion as well after speaking with the surgeon. Yes, and um, yeah, can, uh, yeah, you can, yeah, you can send me your x-ray. Um, but you know that doesn't tell me a full story at all so the the x-ray is, is just bones and in a way that's kind of left to the surgeon a little bit more on what is possible they would see how much can of the scoliosis be corrected but i would be much more interested in how you stand how you move um how overall you know how are you with your are you strong um to to support that scoliosis so you know feel free obviously to if you want to do a proper like assessment and go through everything then you can book a one-to-one -one session with me and we can have a look at all of that in detail if you if you want but yes i would definitely speak to the surgeon so you do want to ask about what is the risk right you want to you want to ask 
about so be very specific when you ask your questions because surgeons that's what they do they do surgery right that's their thing they do surgery but ask them exactly what what is the risk if i don't have surgery or what is the risk if i wait a little bit and don't have it straight away because you're still young you're you're 36 Okay, uh, so Liz is saying um, craniosacral therapy helps me immensely. Yoga for scoliosis is also helpful. Yoga Berry has lots of helpful videos. Uh, thank you, Liz, for that shout out. Yes, um, absolutely. Do check out some of those those videos as well. Again, if it's if it's such a big curve, you you, you do want to get really really specific, obviously, and you want to make sure you are doing a practice which is targeted to you, and that sometimes just it's a few different tweaks of how you're holding yourself because, and I've talked about this before with scoliosis, we sometimes don't really know where we are in relationship to the space around us that's called proprioception. So what feels straight for you might not be objectively straight at all or aligned or, or anything like that, but your kind of your brain has accepted this scoliotic pattern as a normal. So what you want to do with your movement practice is to get you out of this pattern and, and make sure you, you've got all the tools to reset. Um, and um, yeah, working in that way. Good, so Shital is saying, um, sure, we'll have one-to-one -one consu consultation with you sooner, yeah. Feel free to get in touch, no worries. Right, so, um, while you guys here in the chat, if you do want to add, have any questions, I do have quite a few from Instagram. So I'm going to go through these. Um, so Anisha is saying, can lumbar scoliosis, bone flexion be fixed or get to its normal bony alignment? So I'm not quite sure what you mean by bone flexion. Um, but obviously, I know what you mean by lumbar scoliosis. So my answer to that would be um, we need to know what the cause, and I know we don't know exactly what the cause of scoliosis, idiopathic scoliosis is, but with, with lumbar scoliosis, um, the cause could, for example, be that one of your legs is shorter than the other, right? It could be that there is a hip problem. It could be that, um, the, and these are all examples of where it's maybe more of a functional scoliosis, functional meaning that it's more the, the muscles that are affected and pulling the spine over, or is it actually an idiopathic scoliosis where the bones are slightly shaped differently to give you that scoliotic pattern? So obviously, if it's functional, if it's the muscles, there's much more we can do about it to, to correct this. If it's the bones that are affected, it's, it's a little bit more limited. So we cannot actually uh, change how, how the bones are shaped. And sometimes they are kind of literally shaped in a wedge kind of fashion to stack each other up. So unfortunately, there is not much we can do about it other than you know keeping strong making sure again that it doesn't get worse um so we need a little bit more information unfortunately and then we've got 
D. Tiara is saying, I have scoliosis and hernia nucleus pulposis. Um, what exercise fit me? Thank you. Good. So again, I would need a little bit more information about um, for me to recommend something specific, obviously. But in general, scoliosis doesn't just come on its own usually. There's usually other things going on. So you might have scoliosis and osteoporosis. You might have scoliosis and arthritis. Um, in this case, we've got a, a disc herniation as well. So um, when you are kind of working with, with someone or when you're choosing your exercises, you, you want to get the whole picture. So it's not just scoliosis, but you know, I would if we if we were doing kind of a a one to one assessment, um, I would um, ask you, you know, all kinds of questions. What are kind of the main activities that you do during the day? Do you do you do a lot of sitting, or are you on your feet all day? Are you moving around quite a lot? What what are your your hobbies? What do you spend kind of long time? Obviously, if you're playing the violin, for example. Um, or you're playing computer games all day, right? I don't know. Um, but these are all things to consider when choosing the, the appropriate yoga poses or practices for you. Because yoga, at the end of the day, is all about creating balance. And you want to create the balance, first of all, to whatever else you're doing in your life. And um, but then also just to be very specific and, and targeting it to what your body needs at the moment. And that is going to be different depending on what you do all day on your age. Right. Are you are you 22? And um, I don't know, you're you're maybe studying, you're at university or are you 65 and you do a lot of gardening? Right. So the. It, this, it, even though maybe those two people have a scoliosis and disc herniation, the exercises could be very different. That's one thing to say. Um, for the hernia um, herniation, herniated disc, again, I mean, I'm, I'm hearing it's in it's in the in the lumbar spine. Very often, this has got something to do with people losing their lumbar curve, and I'm meaning the the natural curve of the of the lower back. So I would be working on kind of bringing that back, that natural curve in the lower back, making sure we're not rounding too much into the lower back and then strengthening up in this area. And the same really is true for lumbar scoliosis as well. So I would be looking at um, creating a bit more balance depending on how big the lumbar curve is and then strengthening that area. Good, lovely. So Liz is saying meditation also helps me practice acceptance of my curve, curvy imbalance. Our bodies are not broken. No, absolutely. I love that, Liz. And thank you so much for putting this in the in the chat. Yes. And I do want to um, highlight this really, you know, absolutely. You know, you can be super strong, you know, you can you can achieve all sorts of things. People always ask me about you know, pregnancy and all of that. You can have 10 children if you want, right? You can you can be a, I don't know, um, professional, whatever, weightlifter or anything like that, right? You can do anything, um, but it's just knowing how to work with it, right? It's, it's, it's you've, you've been given this body, you've got this body, we cannot 
change that in a way. But obviously, what we can make sure is that you you move at your best and you are the the best version of yourself. I know this is a little bit um, overused this term, but it's it's so true, right? So acceptance is absolutely um, a big big part of it. And once we get out of this mindset of um, I need to fix it, right? It's always this word. I always get these these questions of how do I fix it? You don't need to fix anything, right? You you just you need to um, make sure you you bring kind of the best out of what you've got. Lovely. So we've got Jonathan King here saying hello. Love your stuff. I'm 21 and pretty active. Do a decent amount of back exercises and stretches. I'm on the short side and always been worried that I'll shrink. <laughs> Hopefully not at 21. <laughs> Um, and then there's a follow-up here. How much do people with scoliosis normally shrink as they age? Male. Okay, so, and, and I'm glad you, you're saying male there in, in brackets. Now, generally, obviously, for women, for women, this is much more of a problem because of the, the hormonal changes um, that, that we go through. For for men, I don't know what what the what the statistics are, but generally, you know, as it, with a male body, you've got kind of a, a much better chance of not shrinking. Um, but again, that kind of depends on what else is going on. You know, bone density is a is a big big factor um, of this. And but again, you do not have to worry about this until you're older than that. So all you can do at the moment is obviously make sure that you do your elongation and that you do your your strengthening so i've just posted on on my instagram um some nice exercises or stretches you can do with your downward dog adding a little bit of traction so that is such a such a great thing to do and with kind of losing height it's it's very often it's coming from the lumbar spine so that's another area kind of to um, make sure you don't sit for ages and ages, or if you do have to sit, get up, move around, reset, and do all, all that you can to kind of keep the height that you've got. And actually, in the beginning, when my microphone wasn't working, somebody said about um, being six foot one, and have scoliosis does height have something to do with scoliosis um i don't know is my is my answer i don't know if there have been any studies of if height has something to do um definitely there is some a connection between hypermobility and scoliosis um women have scoliosis more often than men so seven to one is the is the ratio but I'm not sure about height, to be honest. So I'm I'm gonna have to look this up. But I would imagine that being taller, it it, it depends, right? But very often when you're when you're really tall, you you kind of make yourself smaller as much as you can to kind of fit in. But that doesn't that does might not be true for everyone. Um, if you're short, you probably do everything to be as tall as possible and to lengthen up. So that's something maybe to, to think about and to look out for. 
Okay, so we've got Erica saying, what things do you recommend that those with scoliosis should eat to help their bodies? Okay, so I'm not a nutritionist. I do have had, I've had some back chats with people who are nutritionists though. So you might have to, you might want to look back at those. Um, but, you know, I would look at diets, you know, for osteoporosis as well. Um, you know, making sure you get all your, your vitamin D, your, your calcium, magnesium and all of that. Um, so, yeah. Again, I cannot recommend anything here because I'm not qualified to do this, but there are some resources here on my YouTube channel. So might, you might want to have a look at those. Okay, Azzy is saying, uh, hi, I'm 36, the third person to be 36 here. I will be 30, uh, soon I will be 37. I have a 10 degree left lumbar and 24 degree right thoracic curve do you rec recommend chiropractic pt or what exercise you recommend thank you for everything um what do i recommend i would um i think if you find a health professional um First of all, it's not so much what exactly they do. I think it's more if they have, if they are confident um, with dealing with, with people with scoliosis. A lot of them say they are, but they're not really. So um, yeah, I'm not personally, I'm not a huge fan of chiropractic, not to, to diss anyone here. I for my body prefer to go to an osteopath but that's here in the in the uk so it probably depends on your country as well and and kind of the the education and uh, you know the things they do but again you can get good ones and bad ones in in all fields really so it's it's really important that you kind of find someone that you trust and you might have to shop around a little bit and you might have to try a few different ones um pt again make sure you find someone who knows about scoliosis because the the general ones yes they will know about scoliosis because they will have learned something about it um, during their education but they probably haven't spent a huge amount of time in learning about it and just bearing in mind that they are really generalists at the end of the day so they they help you if you've got a problem with your wrist with your finger with your foot you know anything so um, if you do want to get very specific, you need to find a scoliosis-specific specialist. <laughs> um, and in terms of exercises, obviously, again, it, it kind of depends exactly what you're looking to achieve, what are your goals, what else are you doing, um, we know how old you are, obviously. So, um, yeah, it, it, you know, for me at that at that age, it would be it depends on have you got children, for example. Um, what would you like to do? Do you want to run a marathon or do you just want to be pain free and move well? So really important to get clear on your goals. What exactly is it that you want to get out of? the the sessions whatever it is that you're taking so and that will kind of give you some information of maybe which route to explore a little bit more and if you do want to go down the exercise route 
it's super important that you do something that you enjoy. So if you want to try out, you know, the yoga practices and the way I teach, you've got a long list of uh, videos on my YouTube channel and um, for yours. So left lumbar, right thoracic, you could have a look at the S-curve scoliosis practices. You could have a look at the mild scoliosis practices. Um, you could have a look at the right thoracic to a certain degree. But yeah, I would look at all the kind of the mild ones probably um, for you in this case. Good. Jonathan is saying, when I'm walking around or just existing in activating my core constantly to some degree, good to take some stress off the spine and back. Did I read this wrong? When I am walking around or just existing, is activating my core constantly to some degree good to take some stress off the spine and back? Um, I'm going to say no to this. <laughs> it might not might not be the answer that that you expected. Mm, activating the core constantly, and I, I, I'm not quite sure what you mean by that. But if that means kind of thinking about, I need to tighten my tummy all the time. I mean listen to my voice right i i cannot talk properly and i cannot breathe properly so it's just something that is not sustainable for long periods of time so you always want to match up the um, amount of core activation to the activity that you're doing right if you're just walking around do you need to tighten your core no but if you're picking something up heavy from the floor right and you're working against gravity and then yes you do need to use use your core right you you need to get that support so it always um depends on the on the activity that you're doing but also being mindful that what happens sometimes with people who think they need to uh, activate their core and they need to protect their lower back because oh my goodness what would happen if they didn't they would just fall apart no, they wouldn't. Um, what sometimes happen is that they tuck the tailbone. So little example of this, I'm going to bring you up here. So hopefully that you can see. So if if you're kind of getting yourself into this type of situation, because you think I need to tighten my core, and you're kind of losing your your lumbar curve here, and you're just kind of tightening and gripping the whole time, this is not uh, protecting the back. This can actually cause more problems than anything else. So for example, you have a disc herniation, that's probably not the, the, the best way forwards, right? You want to create space as much as possible. What I would say, Jonathan, though, is do your core exercises and do all your strengthening but then also work on your breathing, right? It's it's really, really important to have a core that, and what is the core, right? It's the deep abdominal muscles that can relax and that can activate. So a strong muscle can do both. It can contract when it needs to and it can let go when it needs to. So that's really, really important. So a lot of kind of tightening and gripping all the time is not helpful, unfortunately. 
Let me know if that helps, Jonathan. <laughs> Good. So Roman is saying, can a massage therapist help with scoliosis? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, they can help. And they, um, you know, ask them to target specific areas. And what a little tip here for scoliosis. So you might find that you've got a loud side and a quiet side. <laughs> right, what does that mean? So for example, let's imagine you've got one major curve, even if you have an S curve, maybe there's one curve that is more pronounced. Maybe it's in the thoracic, maybe it's in the lumbar. But I bet that you've got one side which feels really tight. It feels maybe really bulky. It feels like um, the muscles are kind of hard and, and tensed all the time. And then the other side doesn't really feel like it's doing anything. So it feels maybe weak. Now, this doesn't mean that one side needs more strengthening than the other, by the way. But if you do go to a massage therapist, I would ask them to release some of that tightness, of course, on the on the convex side, usually. But I would also ask them to spend a little bit of time um, in that concave side that maybe feels good or it feels like there's nothing there. Because what's missing there is, is those connections to the brain, right? And that side might not be participating as much. So it's really, really good to give that a good kind of mm, massage and, and, and get some sensations into that area. So that would be my recommendation here. Good, so I'm looking at some more questions here. Azi is saying, sounds good. We'll try your yoga exercises and videos. Yes, absolutely. Feel free to do that and just have a look at the, at the playlists. If you are already quite a seasoned yogi and, and you kind of, you understand your scoliosis, you know what you're doing, then feel free to join us in the, in the membership, right? In the Shine membership, we've got a weekly practice with me live on Zoom. I can see you, you can see me. Uh, it's a group setting, so there's, uh, I can give you some, some pointers, obviously, and to get you into a more consistent practice. If you're brand new to this and you don't know, you don't even know what your curve is, where to start or, or anything, either you just you start with the basics playlist, which I mentioned, um, or maybe you just schedule a one-to-one -one session. Um, it's 75 minutes um, where we go through everything. So we'll just have a um, kind of a full assessment um, and then we we start to kind of get into a, a yoga practice that is tailored for you, obviously, as well. Good. So there was another question which I really liked. So Rutu had quite a few questions here. Um, so side, she's asking about doing, can the mild scoliosis be treated by side planks. So we've got Dr. Lauren Fishman, who's an expert on this next week. Um, so make sure you tune in, in for that. And then she's asking, can we do Surya Namaskar if I have left lumbar mild scoliosis? So some salutations, can you do that with left lumbar mild scoliosis? Yes, you can. Again, on my YouTube, um, you will find some adaptations for sun salutation. So there's just a few things to kind of to think about and maybe um, focusing on, again, lengthening a little bit more than all the 
bending forwards and backwards. Um, good. So we've got another question. So I'm going to take one more question here. I don't want to keep you too long. As a teen with scoliosis and a slight scoliotic twist, would you recommend just staying strong and doing physio? Um, I would say yes. <laughs> yes, generally, I think that's a good idea. Teen, how old? <laughs> 13 or 18? Uh, quite a big, quite a big difference, of course. And yes, so sometimes, so if you've just been diagnosed with a mild scoliosis, and they've said, well, you don't need a brace, um, you don't need any, um, you definitely don't need any surgery, then yes, just, you know, and I'm saying this, just do what they say but you know very often they're not very helpful and they don't tell you exactly what to do so so I do empathize with you 17 okay um so you're, you're probably not growing anymore that's kind of what I what I wanted to to establish and then yes in that case I would just focus on finding something that you enjoy um some type of you know exercise of course where you can feel strong keep moving and then maybe um educating yourself on your scoliosis and on your pattern again if it's only very mild you do not have to worry about this too much but if you do find oh my hips are kind of really over shifted over to one side or if you're concerned about the appearance of it if you can see it then you might have to kind of look into it a little bit more and um yeah, maybe understand where exactly your, your curve is going and then starting to target your, your exercises a little bit more. But yes, overall, I would definitely um, do a lot of strengthening work. You know, there's plenty of activities that you can do. I'm not, obviously, I love yoga um, and I think it's a great practice for those with scoliosis because it, it addresses those imbalances. But Pilates is good. Um, it's a lot of people who do rock climbing, for example. It's another great exercise for elongation and for lengthening. Swimming is great. Um, there are plenty, plenty, plenty of things that you can do to stay strong. But yeah, sometimes you just need a little bit more. So it, it kind of depends on the situation. But hopefully that helps. Good, guys. So thank you so much. Sorry about the beginning of this. <laughs> um, and yeah, I did have a problem with my microphone. If you if you missed obviously any of it, just maybe you start at like five minutes or so until I sorted my um, microphone problems. Make sure to tune in next week when we've got Dr. Lauren Fishman here, um, who's going to be talking about his latest research and side plank and all of this. And yes, really nice to chat to you guys and see you soon. Bye, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would be super grateful if, if you could leave me a five star rating and review, which will help me to create lots more amazing content. If you have any questions or suggestions, reach out to me on Instagram at yogaberry.scoliosis or visit my website 
at www.yogaberry.net.